Hello, I wanted to provide an update. I had a uh, pre-admission testing yesterday at the hospital and my surgery is scheduled for next Wednesday, September 2nd, 2020. And I will be getting a total hysterectomy plus my ovaries and my tubes removed and additional fat grafting for my breast reconstruction. And found out just, I think it was yesterday morning even, found out from my plastic surgeon that the insurance company finally approved the fat grafting that was done along with my exchange to my implants um, from the expanders that I had in May. Um, the insurance had initially said they weren't going to pay it, so the plastic surgeon's office went back and forth with them and they finally paid it. And that was dependent on whether they, the plastic surgeon would actually do this again. Uh, for this surgery. So I did find out that that is going to happen. So thankful. Um, I still feel like um, the size is not where I want it to be, but it's also the skin is very thin across the front. Um, so they're going to take fat from my stomach and they're going to inject it up more to fill out the top part, um, but hopefully to add a better barrier to um, across. And I guess some people, their skin is a lot thinner um, my implants are over the muscle, so there's not the, the muscle in addition to the skin and everything uh, in between. So um, they're over the muscle, which I've heard a lot of benefits to being over the muscle versus under and stretching it and having difficulty. Um, I think it, it's a case-by-case -case basis on how that works for everybody, so it could be different. Um, so I'm very, very excited and uh, look forward to seeing how that turns out. And then the reason that I'm getting a total hysterectomy with my ovaries and my tubes is because my, the tumors that they brought out of, that they took out of my uh, breast were 100% hormone fed. So in order to prevent uh, the possibility of future cancer, which you could, uh, your ovaries produce hormones. So uh, I've been taking shots Lupron shots since April to shut down my ovaries so that I'm not producing those hormones because that could feed if there is any trace of cancer or any kind of cancer starts to grow it would um, fat, you know feed that so to remove that so I don't have to continue taking those monthly shots um, once I have the surgery and the reason that I'm taking getting um, along with the total hysterectomy which takes your uterus your cervix thought there was something else but I can't remember um, but it takes those things because the hormone blocker the pill that I'm on for the next 10 years has been known to cause um, I think it is uterine cancer possibly cervical cancer um, but there it can cause those types so to prevent any type of you know possible cancer in the future taking those guys out so I'm very uh, I'm looking forward to getting the surgery done. This is my third surgery in 2020. And hopefully the final one that I'll have, at least for a long, long time, is my hope. And looking forward to getting that done. I am a little bit afraid of the possible pain that's involved after the hysterectomy. Uh, I already know what the fat grafting entails and your stomach is really in more pain um, from the liposuction there instead of your chest. Your chest is all bruised up from it. Um, and I'm hopeful that that will turn out really well. I think some of the fat grafting that was done before settled pretty well. 
um, just hoping for more of it to settle. Um, so I'm afraid of the pain for the hysterectomy and I've heard good and bad. Um, it's going to be Da Vinci, which is a robotic, um, which I think there is a difference between it and laparoscopic and it's even better and it's supposed to be minimal pain. So as long as everything goes well, they will continue to do that. If they have trouble with anything, they may have to switch to abdominal where they slice your stomach and uh, take out what they need. So hoping that's not the case. And I believe that they're looking through with the Da Vinci robotic that they would take everything out via like your belly button or right around your belly button. Um, and some people actually end up, and this could be the case, I'm not sure, end up um, they can take almost everything but the uterus and they've taken like the uterus out of uh, your vagina so and that can hurt a lot so not looking forward to that pain but um, thankful I can get all this done uh, within a surgery and prevent chances down the line of um, finding out that I have you know an additional cancer in any of those areas so that's a positive my only uh, so in addition to the pain, I guess my additional fear, and I did ask the gynecologist, they are going to run all of the tissue from everything that they take out with the total hysterectomy and the ovaries and the tubes, and they're going to test all of the tissue to see if there are any cancerous cells in there um, or abnormal cells or anything like that. So I'm really afraid of that. Um, just, I know I've had pain in the past. Um, I've had like endometriosis-like symptoms. Um, and so I'm just kind of worried, especially with the, you know, finding the breast cancer and um, not really knowing I had that until I had that mammogram and was able to, to see that I had it. So I'm really concerned about how all that comes back. I, um, I'm really hoping that everything's clean and everything's good. Um, if it does show any signs of cancer, my biggest fear is that I would have to go and do chemo or additional conversation with the oncologist on what next steps are, because if that was there, what else could be lurking or hiding is my thought. So I'm praying and I have good thoughts that it's not, none of that tissue has any cancerous or abnormal cells in it, um, but it is just in the back of my mind um, thinking about that. So, so that is my update as of now. Um, so that's next or this coming Wednesday. So today is Thursday, uh, August 27th and the surgery is Wednesday. I do have to go on this Sunday and get a COVID test for the coronavirus. Have to do that. I think it was 96 hours beforehand. So I have to go Sunday and get that done. Everything else with pre-admission went fine. They took my blood. I checked the results this morning. Everything looked good. So um, I am good to go. So I guess the only other worry I have is being out of work for so long. Um, I don't know that I'm a workaholic, but I am very passionate about what I do. So not being able to um, be involved in some of that, it could be two or to three weeks that I will be out depending on the pain and everything. There are also people at, um, in the organization that can definitely take care of things, um, but just gonna miss, and there's a lot of big things going on. So that is my update for now, and I will update you. Oh, one more thing about surgery. So with the coronavirus, I did ask about visitors to the hospital. Here's the policy for the hospital, and this is in Ohio. So, or at least at this hospital in Dublin, Ohio, 
So I can have one visitor each day. And it has to be the same person every day. So if, if it's my husband the first day, it has to be him for the rest of the, the rest of the time that I'm there. And I may be there one, two nights possibly. And that person, once they come in, if they leave, they can't come back the same day. So I did ask, my husband likes to smoke cigars and especially if he's nervous, he'll, he'll smoke a cigar or two. And she said there's no smoking areas even around the hospital. So if he leaves to go smoke, then he won't be able to come back in. So what I've arranged with him so far is that uh, I will, he will drop me off and I'll go in, do the check-in and everything and um, go back to surgery and he will wait, they will call him and let him know how things are going and like when I come out of surgery, when I'm in recovery, when I go back to a room and everything like that. But he is gonna wait until I'm back in a room and possibly even I call him when I'm back in a room and kind of awake for him to even come into the hospital. So then by that time he comes in, he might stay with me two or three hours or something like that. And then, you know, he can come back home, take care of the dogs and everything. Um, and then we'll have to figure out for, you know, if I'm there a day or something like that, maybe he's, he comes back later when we think that I'll be leaving the hospital so that I don't want him to be there all day, especially if he'll stuck to be there all day. So, um, and he won't have any pain meds. I'll be the one pain meds and trying to sleep and everything. <laughs> so, so that was just, that's kind of a weird thing. Um, the last time I was in the hospital and had to stay overnight was with my double mastectomy and my mom actually stayed the night. So my husband was able to come home, take the meds he needed and um, get some sleep and take care of the dogs and everything and come back. Um, and she stayed the night with me. So I'm fine to stay the night by myself. It will probably be very, very weird, uh, but fine to do that. So just kind of weird, the whole visitor thing, especially not being able to leave and come back. Totally get it as far as like administrative and tracking people and all that kind of stuff. So um, I will let you know how it goes. Thanks. Bye.